What a reception. I know, right? First episode back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to B&B Anime. We took a hiatus without meaning to. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Brad, you got sent away on another mission. Yeah, and I'm getting sent back on another mission. Yeah. And then uh, my headphones got too big for the boots. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So I recorded a whole episode that's never going to see the light of day um, because it sounds like I'm in a wind tunnel and or uh, a shipping crate whilst being shipped. I mean, at least there's plenty of background ambiance. Just a tad. Just a tad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically my headphones updated and whilst they updated, they decided that they wanted to be my default microphone. They just want to feel important. I mean, here we are spending all this money on microphones and it's just left out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great for me. Um, I wasn't upset about it at all. And, um, we're, um, yeah, that's a thing. So for, uh, for, yeah, that's not happening. You're not getting that episode. Sorry guys. It's, I tried. But I mean, on, on the bright side, they'll get both of us whenever we get around to recording that. Mm-hmm. So, plus. That is true. Also, more good news came out of this week. Yeah. I'm not moving to Georgia again. <gasps> okay. Because I didn't get the job that I applied for and also didn't oh. want. Okay. Because I told them a number that was way too high and I knew it was going to be way too high. Yeah. But boss still pushed for it anyway and got shot down. Nice boss. Yeah. But on the flip side, I'm going to get a raise and nice. new position at my current place of work. So nice. everything's fine. <laughs> we both turned down promotions recently then or like screwed ourselves over so we didn't get them. Look at us go. Right? Two peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. We're like more work. No, thank you. We're good where we are. <laughs> I just didn't want to go to that location because it's shit. Yeah. I've been working down there pretty much nonstop for the past two fucking months. I don't want it. Yeah, that's kind of what I did as well for for my uh, coffee shop thing. Um, The other location that I had gotten the opportunity to take a job for was uh, a college coffee shop. Oh. And... um, yeah, no, thank you. I deal with enough college kids at school. I I don't need more of that. Yeah, you're you're kind of surrounded by it, so I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it was a, that was enough for me. So yeah, understandable. Can't can't say I blame you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're better off where we are, is what we've decided. Exactly. Exactly means no no more just random interruptions. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> On the flip side of that, though, a lot's also went on this week. Just just a lot. Yeah. So yesterday at time of recording, or Friday the 3rd, what, what, whatever works for time stamping this episode. Yeah. Um, we had two massive releases in the anime world. <sighs> yes, we did. I so, got notifications on my phone. Yeah. So... The new Attack on Titan episode aired. Okay, sorry. I <laughs> I watched the episode today because we went to the movies last night to watch Demon Slayer, which is the okay. other big release. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Demon Slayer first, 
Mm-hmm. You foldable. Oh, you're important. And not no, it's Pinterest. I'm not that important. <laughs> nah, it's Pinterest. Pinterest thinks you're important. I think you're important. Aww. By the way, happy extremely late birthday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Side tangent on our side tangent. Um, Brad's package finally arrived for me. And I I feel like I'm saying this again, I've already told you, but it's because I told you in the episode that's never being released. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm currently wearing the the black cloak hoodie that you sent me. Nice. Um, I also have my new fancy keyboard that you will absolutely hear on the mic. Yeah, that, that, every bit of that was picked up. <laughs> yeah, um, that is already set up and good to go. Although I will say that when it set, when I set up the keyboard, which is the thing that triggered my headphone update because they're both from the same brand, mm-hmm. um, it also disconnected one of my screens and it took me like three hours to try and figure out why the heck the screen wasn't turning on and it's because it was plugged in but it didn't like that socket so i had to switch even though it was fine in that socket previously i had to switch my screens into the other sockets because they were like no actually i want to switch thanks we we spend so much money on pcs (laughs) and they are prima donnas whenever it comes to like whether or not they want to work and they give no reason no it's yeah it was like okay fine you get a new keyboard i get to move spots (laughs) (laughs) fair enough but also um i was telling actually a co-worker about this because i was funny it's so funny but um brad decided uh that he wanted to add a special surprise into the care package that he sent um, in the form of penis shaped uh, confetti (laughs) i received my package um, having been opened at customs. When I opened the package, I counted. There were nine pieces of penis confetti left inside the package. And if you want an accurate count of about how much penis confetti I put in the package, there was probably a couple hundred dicks in there. Yeah, so I've been giggling nonstop the past couple weeks um, about the fact that there was some poor <laughs> customs worker who was like, I have to inspect this box because it had electronic parts in it, um, opened it up and got covered in dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm so yeah. pleased by that. My, I did that I, on purpose. I turned off the volume on my phone. Uh-huh. And it's still making beepy noises. You know what that means? What? I think it's time that we welcome Phone Chan into the circle. Phone Chan. <laughs> Phone Chan is on mute. Phone <laughs> Chan should not have any noises happening. Phone Chan wants to be heard, just like Stomach Chan wants to be heard at the most inopportune of times. Yeah. Stomach Chan is well fed today, so. Hey, same yeah. here. Nice. I had a giant burrito before coming back from Chattanooga, Oof. so I am. I'm very tired. I love burritos. They do. They they are sleep food. Oh, 100%. I was driving back because Walker went with me. And I was driving back and I was just like, "Uh, don't fall asleep. Don't Mm -hmm. fall asleep. I had, I was going to say something akin to a burrito. It's nothing like a burrito. They both just may have avocado in them. Uh Uh-huh. I had uh, two fried eggs on toast. With some avocado and a shit ton of hash browns. Oh, look at you go. 
Yeah, because breakfast for dinner sounded good today. Breakfast for dinner is just always such an option, though. It's better than breakfast at breakfast. It, it For real, though. Yeah. God, who wants breakfast for breakfast? I just want breakfast right? for dinner. But dinner for breakfast, really good. Also true. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times, like especially the last time I was living in Georgia, yeah. that I would just be like, hmm, what do I want for what do I want for breakfast? Steak. Yeah. <laughs> like having a burger for breakfast sounds good. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, yeah. as a grown adult, if I want to have ice cream for dinner and a burger for breakfast, damn it, I'm gonna do that. Right? Yeah, like I bought myself a little um, a little water bottle that's got ladybirds and bumblebees all over it because I was like, I'm 25. I can do that if I want to. I make my own money. I pay my own rent. I'm going to buy myself a children's water bottle. I mean, that's I'm a child with adult money. That that That's Me literally too. it. Yeah. I was Life like, is great, though. it matches my keyboard because it's pink and black, or that also has bees on it, which matches my desktop background. So I couldn't say no. Uh, I mean, I, I can't say I blame you. Yeah. And my keyboard is black and pink. So is mine. Well, mine's pink and black. Yeah. Because whenever I <laughs> bought the pink keyboard, I literally just swapped our keycaps. Yeah. I wanted to like fully checkerboard it, but some of our keys were not compatible with the other, like the space bars, inner keys, and all of that <sighs> were not the same. Rude. But the actual buttons were the same. So I'm like, all right, this is fine. Yeah. No, I like it very much. And I've synced them up so that the gradient lights of the keyboard now match the gradient lights of my ears on my headphones. Fancy. Yeah. So, but now I need a new mouse mat because my mouse mat is blue and it doesn't match. But it, it matches you. It does match me. <laughs> <laughs> it still needs to be pink. Uh, I, I mean, I understand. The more pink, the better. The more, yeah, just more pink. Yeah. Like, do I spray paint my microphone pink? Seriously, debating it. I mean, considering you're already contemplating upgrading to something similar to my setup, go ahead. What's it going to hurt? Yeah, it's yeah. I'll just cover the actual Mikey bit and tape off everything else and then just spray paint it. Do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. I'll you're at least an, do the mic arm because the arm isn't attached to anything electrical. That's just mechanical. I mean, I I could also do that to mine if I felt like it. Literally, the first thing I did whenever I got this was I had to buy a fucking pink XLR cable. <laughs> <laughs> so I am now the proud owner of a black XLR cable because I had to order that separately because Rode does not like to send XLR cables with their Rodecaster, the pod mic, or the PSA plus arm. I bought three different specific Rode items to be able to have this set up and not a single fucking one came with an XLR cable. Wow. So I bought a black XLR cable completely forgot that I could get colored XLR cables. Mm. So I got a pack that has a blue XLR cable and a pink XLR cable. Obviously nice. I'm using the pink XLR cable. Yeah. Cause pink it's me. Pink. Yeah. And speaking of, <laughs> no. Well, oh, oh. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry. I just, yeah. I, I had I had soundboard queued. I had soundboard ready for wherever that was going to go. <laughs> My hand was hovering over buttons. <laughs> that got immediately filtered out. 
what? We don't filter shit. <laughs> Sometimes we do because we, I know you really can do. you can use it on the soundboard, and I'm not risking it anymore. <laughs> oh my my new fucking audio setup is the greatest thing <laughs> I could have ever have gotten. Honestly, though, I would be surprised if you start using that as a clip. Speaking of no, <laughs> <laughs> did you know what I should do? Oh God, I gave you ideas. So, okay, so this, I feel like with this episode being what it is, we, I feel like we can talk about it, right? Oh. Our, our secret project that we've been working on a little bit. Oh. Uh, e- e- mm. Even though, even though they aren't related in any way. So, happy anniversary. Yes. Almost. We're, the episode's going to come out. Four days before the official uh, third anniversary of this. I completely forgot about it until I got a notification from GoDaddy that I need to renew the domain. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, my God. Three year anniversary. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, never thought that we would be here three years later. No, no. I expected the friendship to continue this long. Same. But never, never thought the podcast would make it this long. Yeah. No. What? Oh, never, never thought it would get to this point. Never thought that I would spend as much as I have to completely upend my recording studio just to make the podcast more fun and better. Yeah, I was 22 when we started this. Like, that's insane. I was 24. I'm not we old. Were, we were babies. We were. I was living on my own at the time, and now I'm looking after my grandmother. I had a, a Taylor Swift song that remi- remixed after my 22nd birthday. You really did? Yeah. <laughs> I completely I, forgot about that. I don't know about you, but at the time, I was feeling 22. <laughs> oh, all the work that I put in on that card, too. Yeah. There, it was, that was a, I was still streaming then. I lived in a different province on the other side of the country. I, I was also living in a completely different state at the time. So I understand. Yeah. This and is then, strange. <laughs> anyway, then, we got very sidetracked from da 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, Demon Slayer was very good. So for Mm. those that are unaware, it's currently in theaters now. So if you're listening to this, the week that it drops, I think you have until like Friday or Saturday to go see it, but they have released the first episode of the Swordsmith Village arc for Demon Slayer, Mm. along with the last two episodes of the Entertainment District, which let me say, I know we talked about it whenever we initially covered the Entertainment District of Demon Slayer. However, I'm going to say this now, having actually seen it on a theater screen. Mm. Definitely 100% made for a theater screen. That shit was sick. Now, with that having been said, they cheap the fuck out on that. Mm -hmm. So they, they kept all of the OPs and EDs for episodes 10 and 11 of the entertainment district arc which was very jarring from like a theatrical perspective yeah whenever there were very like clear-cut points where they could have just cut those out yeah and i get it like you still want to credit the artists and whatnot that were a part of it however there was a 
whole section at the end where you could have put fucking credits because yeah. everybody literally everybody expects for there to be an end credit scene yeah at this point thanks marvel yeah so they could have put all of the credits from all three of the episodes there and it would have been fine yeah but no they didn't do that so instead we got to sit through two episodes that we've already seen ops and eds 100 percent intact mid episode cards like the transition cards from mm. like commercial breaks yeah those were also in there it was very jarring yeah however swordsmith village that was a great fucking episode Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for that to come out and then for us to actually be able to talk about it on the podcast because I've read the manga. I know exactly where this is going to go. Yeah. But in general, excellent, excellent first episode. Ufotable has upped the production budget on season three of Demon Slayer. Mm -hmm. So what's already looks phenomenal looks that much better. And also, we just get more Mitsuri and Nezuko. So I'm I'm happy. I'm content nice. with life. Nice. But with that being said, getting back to the Attack on Titan, mm. I'm no longer pissed at MAPPA. Oh. I'm pissed at MAPPA for what they did to the first two parts of season four. Don't, don't get me wrong. Fair. They have redeemed themselves with part three. Okay. I, I watched part three at work today. And so for one, they circumvented all expectations because they said it was going to be an hour long episode. And, you know, typically whenever they tell us an episode is going to be an hour long, it's actually 48 minutes because they forget the time that they have for commercials in Japan. Yeah. No, the episode was actually an hour long. Okay. And I cried at work. (laughs) I I actually cried. I was... (sighs) So, makings of good episode, <laughs> let me just say that, was was very good. Yeah. They, MAPPA's done well. I'm I'm pleased. Good. But Sorry, yeah. I'm, like, a little bit weirded out, because my webcam just turned on for no reason whatsoever. Oh? Yeah, Did you accidentally so open up OBS? I didn't touch anything, so I'm putting a sticky note over it. Oh. Have fun hacking now. Ha ha. Suck it, government. Suck it, FBI, even though I'm in Canada. Yeah, CBI. <laughs> Suck it, nerds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, sidetrack. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> in high school, I remember vividly having a debate with uh, a guy, and I think he was a grade older than me, um, about the fact that Canada didn't have a secret service. And I was like, yes, abs- Canada, of course, every country has a secret service. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yes, they do. He was like, Canada does not. We are not that kind of country. And I'm like, they have a website. You can apply. Like, it's there. It's just because we're not like the CIA or the, you know, like, or the MI5 or whatever. Like, we don't have a fun acronym. Doesn't mean that Canada, Canadian secret service doesn't exist. Like, absolutely, there are Canadian spies. Anyway. And yet these these people, natural selection does not get them sooner than they get intelligent people, and it's very it's very strange. Yeah, I I just couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that somebody could think that Canadians were like 
too placid <laughs> to have a secret service when we have a reputation in like world wars for like okay canada you need to chill yeah it it's literally the u.s and then canada for countries that need some fucking chill whenever it comes to war yeah like canada a uh, u.s it's like okay we were already done like you didn't need to we were done yeah and then canada it's like okay but like this is we have like um uh etiquette canada you need to like maybe read up on it a little bit mind your manners a tad because like on christmas day we just play football like that's a thing (laughs) uh but yeah it made me laugh a lot and it's like a vivid memory for me now of like having a debate with it being like no you can just google it like just go online and, and google like canadian secret service and there's a website it's like a contact us careers button like it's it's a it's a government yeah what are you talking about <laughs> oh i i enjoy stuff like that it it brings me it brings me joy <laughs> i think oh. i was i was pretty fresh off the boat by that time as well so i think i also had a very strong british accent during this argument to be like what are you talking about canada has a secret service didn't you just go on their website and him being like, I'm Canadian, what are you talking about? No, they don't. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, as a Brit, I'm telling you, Canada has a secret service. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm probably confusing the poor son. But probably. <laughs> that's that's a possibility. He's like, he I, just ended I his think whole she's career. a spy. <laughs> <laughs> Running around teenager? with a British accent, you're a spy. <laughs> yeah. Is this teenager in a high school in the middle of buttfuck nowhere prairie <laughs> a spy? <laughs> oh, i love it so much yeah um more than a married couple but not lovers before we get into that i, oh. I do have one more thing to discuss because I'm, I'm in a talkative mood okay i like to talk so one one more thing that happened this week amongst everything else okay two parts one i talked to a friend of ours okay janessa I love Janessa. Because she was in my neck of the woods. Yes, she's been I, adventuring around the world like a crazy person, and we love her for it. Yeah, so she was in Disney this past week. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that she was in Disney, therefore I just shot her a message and was like, hey, so listen, hope you're enjoying Disney. And it was also at that <coughs> point, whenever I noticed she was down there, that I also booked a trip to Disney. Did you go meet Janessa? No, 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 no. 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 Would have been cool. Would have been. But also, I keep telling Janessa, like, every time she's in, like, this half of the states, like, say something. Let me know yeah. beforehand. Yeah. And I will make the fucking drive to go meet the homie. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's I the best. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, we, we booked a trip to Disney for November. Nice. November? Yeah. I feel like that's a good time to go to Disney because it's like a little bit Halloweeny, a little bit Christmassy. So as soon as Halloween's done, they put up the Christmas decorations. So w- the Christmas decorations will be up whenever we're down there because we're going like the 9th through the 18th. Okay. So yeah. that's the day after my birthday. It is the day after your birthday. So I will actually get to tell you happy birthday before I have to go sit through an excruciating. <laughs> happy birthday. Long car I'm going to go on holiday. Enjoy the cold. <laughs> 
I'm going to go where it's warm. You stay up there in the you, cold. Okay. Thanks. Love speaking you. Bye. Of, speaking of cold, the uh-huh. weather. Okay. So I know America has been having some crazy weather right now, but Canada, Canada has been Canadaring. I, I've I've heard about the winter weather that's been going on both in like the northern U.S. and also Canada. Yeah. Um. Yesterday, I experienced a thing that I have never experienced in my entire stay in Canada. Mm-hmm. I have also asked every native Canadian I've met today about it. Not a single one has ever experienced this weather phenomenon. I don't know how rare it is, but if you're a weather nerd. Listen up, because this shit was insane. Sunlight. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I'm sorry. Way to take the wind out of my sail, man. (laughs) I saw an opportunity. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Dude. But, um, okay. I'm trying to bring the drama back. How do I do this? Okay. (laughs) Hang on. I I got this. Give Give me a second. Okay. In a world where Canada has introduced a new weather phenomenon. And now over to Blue with the weather. (laughs) Okay, so picture this. It's like all day yesterday we're being told there's a storm coming, there's a storm coming, there's a storm coming. So I get off work pretty early um, because I was on the opening shift and I'm heading home and I'm like, okay, do I need to, like, do I have water bottles? Um... Uh, do I need like tins of food? You know, all of that thing that you do before a storm. Um, and, and, and I'm pretty stocked up because of the last storm that didn't actually turn out to be that bad at all. I'm, I'm still stocked up from it. So I was like, okay, I'm good. So I was going home and I was settling in and I was like, yeah, this is how it's going to be for the next foreseeable future. And it's late and it's late and it's late and it's late. And I'm like, okay, this storm's just not even coming. And then I look outside all of a sudden and it's like 8 PM. The storm's supposed to be there at like three. It's like 8 PM. And all of a sudden, boom, snow. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Um, and and it's snowing and snowing and snowing and snowing. And then I see a flash and I'm like, oh, the light's going out. Like, what's going on? I look outside. No, it's not lights. Crack of thunder. It was a thunder snowstorm. Oh. I, I don't understand the science behind the level of humidity there must have been. For there to be that amount of static in the air, but still cold enough for it to snow? I mean, so I have seen videos of this phenomenon, but as a southern boy in the south of the U.S., hmm. I have never personally seen this phenomenon. So I am I'm very intrigued by this. Yeah, and it was like... <clears throat> Because I've seen it where it's like mostly rain and then a little bit of snow because the wind's so cold that it freezes on its way down or like hail or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm talking like fat snowman snow. Like, that, like, that's some yeah. Snow. Yeah, like postcard snow. That's snow joke. It was snow joke. <laughs> and, okay, my mom, <laughs> I texted my mom this morning. She was like, How was the storm? And I was like, We got about six inches. And my mom says, That's what he said. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> She's like, looks bright and sunny. Is the snow deep? I'm like, about six inches. She's like, that's what he says. LOL, smiley face. I'm like, mother. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know what you should have done as a follow up? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just 
should have took a piece of the confetti and threw it in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) I should have. Like missed opportunity. I disagree. Um, um, if he's been saying that he's six inches and then that's what I six inches actually looks like, mom, I feel lied to. <laughs> oh my god, such a missed opportunity. Mm. I'm gonna have my to get mother. more confetti. <laughs> my mother, I tell you, she's the worst uh, of all of us with the dirty minds. Your mother's great. Don't ever change, mom. Don't ever change. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah okay so Um, yeah now now shall we get into the topic that we've waited two weeks to cover now a half hour into the podcast let's talk about anime do you know how long (laughs) it's been since it's been like taking us this long to get to an episode (laughs) we're gonna spend 15 minutes talking about the anime the episode's gonna be 45 minutes so it's two-thirds just about us because we're insane (laughs) it's been an insane two weeks has been Plus, how often do you get me this talkative? <laughs> That's true. I have to weasel words out of your or more like you just can't shut me up. I mean, it's it's a little bit of both. It's like so- I, I'm an I'm an incredibly introverted individual. You are the extrovert out of the bunch. Yeah, and, and I've said it from the very beginning. You are the heart and soul of this, and the people I- want to <laughs> listen to you. So therefore, you you have at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I call that? Bullshit. <coughs> you you got a little throat tickle? You need yeah, some water? Just some a, tea? Um, just a little. <laughs> but, and again, do... another thought that's not being vocalized. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking now, there's snow dicks around here. <laughs> Speaking so of much. inappropriate jokes, more than a married couple, but not lovers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this episode ten. That's all I have to say is episode yeah. ten. Yeah. Oh, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. So, <laughs> I'm I'm having a coughing fit all of a sudden. It's all those dicks. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's. A dick. It's just too many dicks, you know. Oh, never a problem I thought I would have, and yet here we are. No episode description of today: too many dicks. <laughs> that's that's going in the description. <laughs> Hopefully, that doesn't get us like blacklisted from going into people's subscription boxes. <laughs> it might do. It might do. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're an explicit podcast. It, it's clearly labeled, like, if you look at it on everywhere, it's got the giant red E. So, it, it <laughs> it's fitting. For eek, too many dicks. <laughs> oh. So, More Than a Married Couple, <laughs> Not Lovers, is originally a manga written by Yuki Katamaru. Mm. It... it Began publication on March 2nd of 2018 and is running to present for a total of nine volumes. Nice. The anime series was directed by Takao Kato and Junichi Yamamoto. It was made by Studio Mother. Mm. 
and had its run from October 9th, 2022 to December 25th, 2022. So Merry Christmas. Here's a good anime <laughs> for a total of 12 episodes. Yes. Uh, it is rated PG-13. It has a drop rate of 6.16%, which I get, because the content in it is very adult. The characters in it are high school characters. I'm going to say this once, because I feel like I say it every time during these kinds of episodes, uh, during these kinds of animes. I would like to see them as college students. You could do the exact same thing as them in like a psychology department, having to do a trial run for like marriage counseling. Like You could have done this exact same plot line with them being older, um, you didn't have to do them with as teenagers in high school. Got it out of the system. But that's why I think it's probably got the drop rate so high is because I think there's a lot of people that would watch it and feel a little uncomfy. <clears throat> Honestly, I I figured the drop rate would have been higher if I'm going to sit here and be honest. Yeah. Like, if you had asked me before the episode what I thought the drop rate was going to be, I'd have been like, oh, 15, 17%. So 6%, I'm shook it. I think, Yeah. Um, it's still high for a modern anime. Most of the things that we cover here on the show don't get that high because the things that we cover tend to have pretty good reputations. Um, this yeah. was just my, like, underdog trash rom-com of the season. And it is an underdog trash rom-com. And it's actually quite a lot of fun. So I'm going to go forward with the rest of this episode. Not regarding necessarily the age thing because i feel like i hound on about it so much during these episodes that it's kind of redundant at this point um so bear that in mind i do still think that they could have done the same plot line with them aged up um as college students having them be of age and it would have been just fine um i would like to see that moving forward i okay i will agree with you on that (laughs) the one thing i will say is a lot of the immaturity that's portrayed in the characters makes a little bit more sense with them being high school aged. Yeah, but I feel like also like college students aren't exactly that much more mature and you could then give them like other issues that then impact some of the immaturity. But like, I don't know, like college students aren't that much older than high school students because you could even do them like first year of their psychology program, Mm. then like 19 I mean, you you clearly could have counted this as freshmen as well, because yeah. they never go, like, you never see them in fucking class. No. So, again, like, slight changes, but. Yeah. it And I think it would have actually been really interesting to have had them be psychology students, because it would have made the premise more realistic in a way, rather than doing a marriage practical spoiler well not spoiler alert that's the premise of the show is it is spoiler alert to when i talk about the premise of the show um, <laughs> um uh but it's a marriage practical that they're simulating and you know like you do like a baby practical or whatever in high school though i never did that in my high school i think that's an american thing uh it's an american thing but it depends on the class okay because we had this thing called calm which is calm and life management And that taught you how to, like, file, you know, paperwork, write a resume, go through job interviews. And then it also taught you about, like, sexual reproductive health and stuff. Yeah, we got, like, a one-day class on sex ed, I think, like, my junior year of high school. Dude, that was a whole semester for me. Shouldn't have. I think it was in a class that you wouldn't think sex ed would be taught. So it's very, very strange. Yeah, I had to uh, draw a diagram of a penis. 
Too many dicks. Too many dicks. The theme of this episode. It continues. It does continue. Um, yeah, so I think that they could have done some really interesting plot line and written stuff. So this is more of a complaint that I have less necessarily with the show than with the original author's work because the show is based off of a manga. So my critique is with the, the story premise as a whole rather than the anime itself. Um, so on my anime list, it scores a 7.61 out of 10. On Anime Planet, it scores a 3.87 out of 5 or a 7.74 out of 10. The average is a 7.68 out of 10, which is solid. Agreed. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so the synopsis, the premise is surrounding, like I've said, a marriage practical. You have to um, go through this simulation marriage where you are partnered up with another classmate and um, you have to live with them and score like romance points um, to be able to graduate as if they're simulating what your life is going to be like moving forward, which is also like a little bit patriarchy, but we'll, you know. Um, it's a shitty romance. <laughs> They're all a little bit patriarchy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they're randomly selected, randomly selecting these boy-girl pairs. And our main character already has a crush on someone. And um, it's about like navigating feelings of liking someone, but also living with somebody else and, and how you navigate, like how you feel about everything and just the awkwardness of living with a stranger and then getting to know them slowly. And then as you get to know them, you find out more about them and, and like how your feelings shift. And that's kind of the premise of the story is like, um, it's just people trying to figure out how to navigate this, this strange scenario. Um, and then also the top 10, pairs um when they score like they have like a monthly update and at the end of each month the top 10 pairs get the option of switching partners so they have to like be really romantic with each other to score these points or be like a good couple to score these points to then earn the opportunity to swap to the person that they actually want to be partnered with but obviously in doing so you are like you're actually being nice to another person in a romantic sense and you start like getting into the almost a habit of it um <clears throat> and like opening up those feelings and stuff so that's the main premise of the show there's a lot of frustration and angsty feelings and like silly emotions that you like go through which again is why I think that you could do this with college students I think it's it's dumb enough and then you can add like you can add more to it then because then you can add like alcohol scenes or like, you know, like seeing people outside with other people when they're like partying or stuff. Like there's more, there's more depth you can add to it that way. Yeah. More drama. I agree. You could, you could definitely have added depth to it, mm. but also trash rom-com. <laughs> yeah. It's a trash rom-com. It could still be a trash rom-com with high school students. With not high school students. With college students. Okay, I said I wasn't going to speak about it again. And I already did. Shush. <laughs> hey, don't don't tell me to shush. <laughs> I was telling myself to shush. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you start on me. <laughs> You're the one who leaves me in charge of scheduling things. I do. I do. 
Oh, I've updated the spreadsheet, by the way. Ooh. We'll we'll get into why Refresh. once we get into the like what we're covering next week because I move some shit around, mm. and I will continue to move shit around because as this anime season comes to a close at the end of the month and the next season starts, we got more new shit to cover because my god, it's been another season of some really good stuff, some trash rom coms to have to cover, <laughs> but has- also. An adult rom-com that I think you'll enjoy. <laughs> the, uh, the word adult has been so tainted. Okay. Listen, I know this has been an episode about dicks. To this point, the show has had no dicks. So it it is, an, it is a rom-com about two consenting working adults. <laughs> this has been... I'm giggling now. I've got the giggles. Because this has been a theme for the past, like, week of my life. Not, well, kind of dicks, but also not really. Just like... <laughs> just because my, my dad's birthday is coming up next week, right? So I, I live away from them. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to figure out a way to get my dad a birthday present. And, like, I don't just want to, like, Amazon something to the house. But honestly, like, I was getting to that point of, like, do I just have to... Because, like, they live in the middle of the prairies. Like, I can't just, like... I, like, it's even hard to get, like, local delivery of anything. Like, they, they, it's there's nothing there. So if I'm going to do Amazon, I have to do it, like, two weeks in advance, right? Because, like, there's mm-hmm. no one-day shipping to buttfuck nowhere Alberta, right? Yeah. Um. So I was, like, trying to figure out, like, oh, what does my dad like? Like, what's going on about? And I was, like, going on Amazon, and it was, like, gifts for men. And I was looking at it, it was, like, mugs, tools, mugs that say daddy's little girl and shit you know like some strange things and then um and like blankets that have like handwritten letters etched onto them of being like i love you and i'm like i'm gonna vomit um (laughs) and and so i was like okay well well what about just like i don't know like uh like a make a plane kit or like a you know something that's like fun and and active and like like i got um pokemon lego except it wasn't Lego; it was pokemon off-brand lego because lego doesn't have the licensing for pokemon um for christmas and it was so much fun like we were all building lego and it was great so i was like i'll get something like that trying to figure out the words to type into amazon for like a toy for an adult man that is your father (laughs) that you're trying to like but like i want like a a build at your own set but i'm like a toy adult man uh chat um puzzle for adult men no uh okay uh (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't i gave up i bought him a potted plant it's getting shipped coming this fall fall 2023 anime lineup Toy for adult man that is also your father, but also not like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, he's not daddy; he's dad. Like, come on, like it's <laughs> like, like, come on, like, like I'm trying to, I'm legit trying to. He's like sixty. I need a present for him. Like, can we, can we work this out? Like, please, I'm trying, I'm trying my best here. <laughs> Oh, I don't gonna... want to Google this. It's going to come up on like my Google history is like adult man toy. And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, no, I... I... 
God, I wish I had an iPad because I would totally animate this shit and upload it as a short. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like my my Amazon <laughs> notification, like the suggested purchases now are fucked. They're so bad. <laughs> I like went on Amazon to have a light scroll today. I'm like, oh, that's a window shop. And I was like, there's too many dicks. <laughs> Again, tagline for this episode, too many dicks. <laughs> I was- I was legitimately just trying to buy a toy, like a playful thing. Uh huh. Yeah, that, not for a that's child. That's what you found. <laughs> I was like, because I was thinking, like maybe like a billiard radio kit or something, you know, like that kind of thing. But I wanted like options. I didn't want to type in specifics. But. Mate. We we run a successful anime podcast. You know what you should have got him? What? A gunpla kit. Yeah. So that way he can build his own Gundam. Yeah. Should have got him a Tesla coil. Sure. Whatever that is. Is the thingy that you get electricity through and then you zap yourself. Um. Okay. One second. Um... It sounds crisp. Sounds clean. I like it a lot. That's my sound effects to the typing. Oh, we want sound effects? <laughs> wow. Okay, I know I'm slow, but like that was unnecessary. <laughs> I'm trying to find a cool one. Like, I could just send you any of them. But I saw a thing of where somebody put a uh, Demon Slayer figurine on top of a Tesla coil. And I'm trying to find that one to send you because it's sick. I should uh-huh. have just tagged you in it on TikTok. But I didn't because I had already scrolled by the time I thought about it. And then I just kept on scrolling because that's TikTok. That, that is quite literally TikTok. And then four hours passed. And nothing was accomplished except for TikToking. Yeah, accurate. Speaking of TikTok, have you seen this chick that's been getting ratioed for shit talking people for liking anime? No. So she posted a TikTok saying something along the lines of, "Are we are we really watching anime?" Like, as adults with college degrees, like, do you just sit down and just be like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, this is a thing. Mm. Like, bitch! <laughs> yeah, rude. Not good. But yeah, she's, she is getting absolutely fucking ratioed. Hold on, let me, let me try to find these fucking, I will send you a screenshot of what her current ratio is looking like. She is getting fucking shit on. That's the tiny Tesla, but it's not the Demon Slayer tiny Tesla. Okay, so here is... It'll send eventually. But yeah, look, look at that fucking ratio. She is getting fucking shit on. 
What? And that is why you don't come after the anime community. No, it's not because we will <laughs> we'll ratio you. That's the best I got. We'll be slightly perturbed. We might be a little bit miffed and we'll probably talk about you behind your back. That's a Tesla. But you can like, there was a video of some dude that stuck a Demon Slayer figurine on top of one and it was all like electric. It was like electric Demitsu. I think it was the Demitsu. I don't know. I can't remember. I mean, he, he is the one that does the lightning thing. That would so make, that would make it would make sense. <laughs> but, you know. But yeah. So <laughs> there's our double TikTok update for the episode. Yeah. We get to watch a bitch get absolutely ratioed, and then I get to see somebody shock themselves with a Tesla coil. Yeah, it's just like a little lightning thing, a lightning rod, but backwards. It doesn't yeah. attract lightning, it creates it. Pikachu. I choose you. Sure. Pikachu. <gasps> what? The Return of Ash? <laughs> Pikachu, I choose you. Whoa, I've got a sore throat. <laughs> I do today. Oh. Should have had some tea. There's too many dicks. <laughs> oh, I'm going to turn so much of this into a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh I choose God. you, Dickachu. Okay, oh. I'm sorry. I need to stop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's gonna become a T-shirt. <laughs> no, no. Yes. Oh no. Oh, this is also what happens whenever you leave me in charge of designing merch. Yeah, I I think we might get sued for that one. Who said there was going to be a drawing? I was just literally going to put in some artistic handwriting. Ticket you, I choose you. Oh, no. Too late. (laughs) Pulling up fourth wall now to work on this while you talk about an episode description. (laughs) Uh, Okay, fair enough. I guess that's my hint to... (laughs) Um, I, it's been like a week since I watched this. So how much of this do I remember? Um, we'll see. We will. We will will find out. Um, yeah. So we start off, I need a character list because like I said, it's been a week. Uh, Jiro is our main character. He is a kind of socially awkward teenage boy, but he is also one of those teenage boys that's like, (laughs) I'm socially awkward, but also I'm super attractive. You know, it's like the equivalent of like um, Edward Cullen being like, <laughs> I'm socially awkward, but also everyone in school wants to F me. It's like, okay. And then where's the, where's the actually socially awkward people? Like I was in high school that it, it, anyway, I'm just, <laughs> can you tell Tonica? I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Huh? All huh. roads lead back to Bochi. Yeah. Um, can I have permission to do like a Bochi the Rock episode for the YouTube channel? Sure. Like just break down my thoughts because I haven't been able to stop thinking about that fucking show. Yeah. Go nuts. Just, it eats away at my brain. I don't understand why you asked for permission anyways. You know I'm going to give it. I mean, I I know, but partners, formality, too many I dicks. I get it, but you could just be like, hey, I did a thing, and I'd be like, wow, that's too many dicks. 
<laughs> it's just oh, that should also be a shirt. <laughs> I I accept that shirt. <laughs> Dikachu, we might get sued over, but wow, that's too many dicks. I'll take. I. I think I do have a shocked emote somewhere. <laughs> I I will get back to you on that design. <gasps> the Portuguese um voice actor in her profile picture for Akari um Watanabe, she uh-huh. has is wearing my headphones that I'm wearing right now. Oh, that's adorable. We're twinning. Twins. Twins. Um Shiori is the uh uh, the like initial love interest she's the person that we're kind of like she's not actually the first person we're introduced to we're kind of introduced to Akari more than anyone off the bat she's like I arguably the main character Jioru is like also a main character but they're kind of like both they're like it follows both of them pretty much equally yeah it's like a dress up darling thing where you have two main characters yeah and then in typical rom-com slash slight harem setup, you have childhood best friend. Yeah, Shiori. Yeah, so it it's one of those setups. And I will say, Shiori is hated in the comment sections. I mean, it it's such an overdone trope in the anime world of having a childhood best friend that the main character is in love with and obviously can't or refuses to see the person that loves him that isn't the one that rejected him the first time yeah like right there like totally head over heels over this dude and in my opinion is arguably the better option yeah sure one one is a cinnamon roll and the other one is like cinnamon roll with like cajun powder <laughs> sprinkled on it like once you get past the spicy you get the sweet you know yeah shiori is she's a bit of a wet blanket she's i don't think that she would make a very good partner to anybody in her current state because she is so lacking of any kind of self-confidence mm-hmm. that she just wouldn't be a good romantic partner for anybody like, she needs yeah. to work on herself first. Um, she kind of reminds me of just a more emotionally stable version of. Who? Ichigo from Darling in the Bronx. Yeah. And I honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if that comparison was made in the comment section. Yeah. Because honestly, like, as far as childhood best friend type scenarios stick out to me, like, that was the first one that kind of came to my mind with the comparison because, I mean... At this point, we all know my feelings on Darling in the Franks up until episode 15. It's like one of the greatest love stories of all time, mm. in my opinion. But yeah, that was just one of the first things that kind of came to me where I was like, hmm, this is a little strange. Yeah, she's she's not able to articulate anything that she wants. And she's so naive to everything that it's to her detriment like she's and the thing is is that that's the difference here is that she's choosing a level of ignorance she Mm -hmm. wants to be seen as innocent and she wants to be perceived as um there's a definite 
argument and conversation of, I don't think we put spoiler chicken hats on, but up, up till this point, it hasn't really needed to be. Um, so yeah, at this point, put your spoiler chicken hats on because we got some shit to talk about. Yeah. I think there's a definite conversation in this show around slut shaming. And yes. yeah. And I think that Shiori is the character here that is what men are perceived by society to want to have in a partner. She's innocent and cute and kind and smart and shy and quiet and placid and looks like she'll just, she's a good cook and she is just going to be a housewife, you know? Like, she's a 1920s woman. Mm. Um, but not even. She's like what we think that 1920s women were, when in reality they were like, recovering after a war like like they they weren't that but that's how we are made to perceive them to be by people that weren't even around then you know yeah um and so i think there is a conversation here about juro being like liking her not because he actually likes her but liking her because he knows her she's familiar she's safe he grew up around her he likes her as a person but then thinking that he loves her because she is what he has been told that he needs Mm -hmm. which is the patriarchy and this is the kind of thing of like men men only like sex they also want a woman to give them babies and they're gonna work really hard for money to support the household like it's the it's the there's a conversation here around slut shaming for women, but there's also a conversation here around the pressures that men face to like specific types of women. And like, if you don't like those women, you're you're weird. Or if you're gay, then you're weird. Or if you like, you know, if you maybe are not the dominant one in the relationship, then you're weird. Yeah. You know, it's like a very like toxic masculinity type Fully. scenario. Yeah. Um. And Shiori is kind of the embodiment of that kind of wet blanket of a woman. Yeah. Um, and it's it's the thing that I find I have the biggest issue with, and I think the thing that the comments were picking up on, is that she is, there's a level of choosing this for herself. It's mm-hmm. not that she is authentically a innocent, you know, kind of person it's that whenever somebody tries to educate her on like you know oh well you could just like you know if you want to hear about this or if like you could just ask him or like you know and it's not like a there is a level of anxiety there or stuff but like there's a there's a level of her like sticking her fingers in her ear and going la 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 la, la i don't want to hear it mm-hmm. and that's what i think people are finding irritating about her character yeah, and I mean, it's one of those things to where, like, how we had talked about earlier with, like, the levels of, like, um, like, I guess I can't think of the right way to phrase this because it's just not coming out of my mouth the way that it's in my brain. Mm. But the emotional maturity of Mm -hmm. where these characters are at Mm -hmm. and it's just that extremely immature level of it's like 
I'm going to get my way, but I'm going to make sure that it's going to be perceived in like this particular mm-hmm. tone or I'm going to be perceived in like this particular tone because that's what I want everybody to see. Yeah. And it's like kind of oddly manipulative. In it a is, way. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's another reason why like she was getting shit on in the comments is because it does come off, especially in later episodes, it comes off like it can be perceived as very manipulative. Yeah. Because especially in the later episodes, like I literally found myself like shouting at my phone screen, like Jiro, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, me too. But we, we, from the outside perspective, looking in and the way that we are consuming this form of media, we get to see both sides. So therefore we get to see the, <clears throat> we get to see Akari's perspective on things and like her interactions with everybody, her interactions with Jiro and her thoughts. Mm. so it it kind of lends to that perspective of we're looking at the screen just going what the fuck yeah but yeah i i do kind of get where the um like i understand where the comments get off with like the hate in a way yeah i i 100 get it yeah it's i agree with you that there's definitely a display of emotional immaturity um but it is it is really uh you you hit the nail on the head there with the manipulation thing because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like guilt tripping or like um uh there's also a lot of self-comparison you get to see a level of insecurity from akari that i think is um really genuine and honest and then in complete reflection and comparison to that with shiori her level of her insecurity that she obviously has seeps out as almost like viciousness a little mm-hmm. bit um or like spiteful or like little bits of like it's very subtle and i think it's really well done in the sense that you get this like little just like you're watching her just like this feels off and you're like am i just like putting my own feelings onto this or is she like actually like rubbing me the wrong way right now and I actually think it's really, it's very clever because that is how situations kind of play out in real life is that you can have someone that appears really nice and sweet to you and your person. And then every now and again, you'll just catch a little thing. And you're just like, oh, that's, that doesn't, huh? What was that all about? And then you're like, oh no, it must've been me because they're a really nice, kind person. They wouldn't do something like that. And then it happens again. And you're like, hmm, you know, like what's, what is this? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And- and as because I was consuming this week to week as it was coming out. And yeah. so as someone who was kind of going through a similar situation at the time, mm. God, this is very dating. But at like considering it was I was going through it at the time, like the show almost made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I was like, hmm, I'm feeling this a lot more than I should. Yeah. And I wonder why. And I guess subconsciously, I kind of knew. Mm. And then, I mean, considering, you know, where we're at now and the conversations you and I had after our Christmas break, like, I I kind of realized that now I was like, oh, that makes sense as to why <clears throat> that was the way that it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was very, like... My brain is fried. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. It's the kind of show that if you have any kind of, 
I think most people that have had relationship experience or have witnessed it will have some kind of story that easily relates to this um to this anime. And even if you don't have romantic relationship experience, just having friends, I feel like I feel like this is kind of the thing that you would experience even in friend groups of having like a friend that's jealous of that you're spending your company with somebody else and then they get a little bit spiteful. Um it's a it's a very interesting dynamic that they've set up here, especially considering the fact that at the beginning, Akari has a crush on her own um, love interest, Minami, who has, he's probably, out of all of the like love interests that we don't like because we want the main couple to get together, he's the most, like, we're just like solid for him. Like, it's okay. You can do your own thing. Like, we're chill. Because honestly, because I was I was thinking about it because as I was piecing the schedule together for later on throughout the year, yeah, I was I was looking over it, and since I have watched pretty much everything that's on the list going forward, or will have watched, mm. <clears throat> I was going through the list, and it completely slipped my mind to put me to me in as like a best boy candidate. Yeah, because looking at it, like the first half of the show, like no no not really but then especially with like the last couple of episodes i think homie kind of deserves a spot in the best boy category i actually agree with you because even with the the first few episodes it's not that he's a bad guy it's that we don't know him everything that we're finding out about him is from other people putting their own feelings onto him or speaking mm-hmm. for him and so like we haven't heard anything about him about like his opinions until right at the very end. And then all of that reflection happens. And this is why I think the story is quite clever is because you then realize that the entire time he wasn't involved in any of it. He was just a side character. Like he's just a, a, like he, he, he didn't like anybody in the situation about anything. He had no feelings for anybody. He was just completing his assignment because it was part of his graduation um, necessities and he just happened to be paired with Shiori, and uh, that made it so that Juro wanted to like beat him up because he was with the girl that he liked. Yeah. Um, but like he didn't do he didn't do shit. He was just living his life. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very interesting watching this back through for the podcast, even though it wasn't too long after I had just watched it, but it. The sh- it's like you said the show is incredibly clever with the way that it sets a lot of stuff up because watching back through it like i had a new appreciation for everything yeah. that was going on yeah and again it also like helped point out a lot more of the red flags and like the like as we had spoke about with the emotional manipulation and it was different seeing that play out in that perspective versus like how it felt for me at the time yeah whenever i was watching it from a week-to-week perspective yeah so it kind of gave me like a new sort of clarity on the whole situation made me kind of realize like where i was at at the time and why i had the feelings that i had over certain situations on a personal level but Mm -hmm. yeah it was it was a very interesting time but also an enlightening time it gave me like a new lease on the show mm-hmm. like i I was still gonna rate it high regardless because even though it's trash it's very good trash it is sometimes you just need to watch a little bit of trash 
I mean, if there's one thing I get out of watching like 15 to 20 weeklies out of the new anime season, just so I could try to make a best of and maybe one of these days worst of the mm. anime season, which I didn't do this past season. And it, uh, working in Georgia has screwed up my life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to just fully be home in a couple of weeks. Everything's fine. <laughs> but but yeah, it was it this show was definitely interesting in the way that it kind of like watching back through it was an entirely new lease on things. Yeah. I agree. Um So Akari doesn't moving on to her more than Shiori. She doesn't kind of get away from not using any manipula manipulative tactics because she does, but hers come more um, open about it because the thing is, is that Akari and Juro go into this with an understanding that they both like somebody else, but they have to get on with each other to get into the top 10 so that they can then split off and, and, go and simulate the marriage with the people that they actually like. Mm -hmm. So they're going into this with an understanding that they're both on the same page. But Jiro also has a very incorrect opinion of Akari based on the way she dresses and um, a little bit acts, but mainly just on the way she dresses. Because honestly, if you consider her just like going out to cafes gossiping with her girlfriends and getting her nails done. She's no different from any other girl. At, yeah, like in just this a regular show. high school girl. Yeah, that's but it. But she definitely falls into the, uh, fuck, what is it? Like the, how is it pronounced? The gyaru? Yeah. Trope or like the gal? Yeah. Trope in rom-com animes? Like this isn't like a new no. type of character by any means it's just i i found the way that this one was done considering as the trash rom-com expert of the two of us mm -hmm. <laughs> as weird as it is to say that but it's, i've it's true I, i've watched so much trash rom-com i've watched so much sports point. anime so yeah we each have our <laughs> yeah so it akari was done very it felt kind of unique in mm -hmm. a way because it's like you said, like she had her, she had her own way of like using manipulation to get through the stuff. But at the same time, she was very open yeah. about it. Like it wasn't very like conniving in any way. And some of it was like your stereotypical rom-com type stuff with like, you know, like explicit teasing and stuff like that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, there were a lot of other, you know, moments of the manipulation where she was just like, hey, I'm doing this. Here's why. You you need to play along with it. Even though there was some self-satisfaction in it for her. It wasn't all just for the um, project or yeah. what whatever the hell it is. <laughs> My 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 brain just ain't working right now. Like uh it's so enjoy the episode of me talking a lot, even though I can't get a fucking cohesive sentence out. 
I can't get it together. It's the burrito. You're on nap time now. <laughs> yes, I am. I am on nap time. <laughs> um, but I think, no, I'm with you. There's definitely a level of like, she's using her body to progress the assignment mm-hmm. because she kind of has to, in a way they're being rewarded with points for every time they do something that would be considered like married couple behavior. So when she's rubbing all up on him with her giant chesticles, there is a a positive outcome associated with the assignment because of that, which goes towards both of their goals. However, she much faster than him starts to address her feelings about the fact that maybe there's something going on here. Mm. And she starts using the assignment as a way to test boundaries with him to be like, are you going to stop me? Are you going to just let me keep doing what I'm doing? Or are you going to join in? Like, where are we at here? Mm -hmm. And he tends to freeze in those kinds of situations. So she pulls back and then tries to brush it off as a, it was just for the assignment kind of situation which again it was the joke yeah isn't healthy and isn't a good thing to do and is definitely manipulative but it was to his benefit in a way which sounds so bad but it was because of the assignment and it was getting him to his goal with shiori Mm. and in both of their eyes like it was a way of furthering their goal but it's like you had said it was Akari just trying to test the waters yeah see what she could get away with and it was honestly a test of both of them because she realized what was going on and yet at the same time she almost just refused to accept it yeah because she was like no I like Minami I want to be with him so why am I feeling this way I think if I remember correctly she also vocalized those feelings in certain ways throughout. I don't think in ways that he necessarily picked up on, but I think there was definitely times when she had conversations of like, like what's going on here. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly thinking like, Oh, he's not going to get that. You need to be clearer. Yeah. So there but, were moments like that. And then also there were a lot more like blatant moments. Yeah. And homie just was dense about it. Yeah. And that's the thing about a lot of, rom-com male protagonist is there there are a lot of times where they're as dense as a fucking cement wall yeah and this show was no different by any means Mm -hmm. and yet it it still managed to with all of its tropiness and whatnot with a lot of the stuff that it managed to set up and even like create an air of excitement for next season there's a lot of stuff that was just done well from a like stereotypical rom-com perspective yeah yeah i think that there are some cute little traits in it i think the things about um akari wanting to be called by her name is again one of those things where it's like okay that was really obvious like she was she literally didn't speak to you because you called her by the wrong name come on Mm -hmm. but also like there was a I don't know. It's it's just a very interesting interesting thing because Joro is also manipulative in this. We talked about the girls being manip- manipulative, but he's kind of getting what he wants from 
both sides in a way. Well, he's not really from Shiori, but he is because he gets to kiss her and everything. So he knows that there's something there, but he he isn't quite deciding. And he knows that Akari is beginning to like him, or at least if he doesn't know that he's really dense. But I have a feeling that he knew he just didn't want to like face it because he wanted to figure out what was going on with Shiori, but also like the fact that Akari was like rubbing up against him. So there is a level of responsibility that Jiro also has to have here as well. So we can't just blame the girlies about this level of manipulation because he was kind of throwing himself into a, into a pile of like, yeah, like I like both of you simultaneously and I'm going to play with both of your feelings in a way. Oh, most, most definitely. He was definitely playing both sides of the fence. Yeah. Now I feel like, you had said earlier with Shiori being the safe option. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that was his reasoning for trying to do that. And also like you had said with like, there's no way he can't know that Akari had feelings for him. I think he might've suspected it, but he wasn't certain. And so out of fear of rejection, he was still leaning more towards the safe option. Because it's one of those things where if you throw away the safe option and you take a leap of faith and it fails, you've burned both bridges, which in and of itself, like that mindset is extremely toxic and not okay. But I I feel like that might have been where he was at with it. I agree. Because he he is fucking dense, but I feel like it's also a self-preservation mechanism in a way because he's just not sure like although to us awkwardly is being very forward about things it's as a man let me just say we're stupid Mm. like if you like us tell us you like us don't beat around the fucking bush Mm -hmm. because we are stupid Oh, there's my there's my being a man rant of I I am a fucking idiot. Yeah. And granted, I I get it, okay? I I play an idiot as a bit, both from like my podcast persona to hell, I I do it in real life. I don't understand why, but playing the idiot humors me. But a lot of that also plays off of the fact of as a man, kinda stupid. Yeah. I, it's tough because I think that there's a level of, uh, how do I say this? I don't, uh, I feel like, I feel like my brain has just melted out of my ears into puddles. Um, Do you think a lot of that has to do with this is the longest and like most in-depth we've gotten with an anime topic and I can't tell you how long? I know. We're actually like discussing anime like podcast host should rather than just being like, it was fun. We had a good time. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's, it's such a good show. There was just too many dicks. <laughs> well, that's again the tagline of the episode too many dicks uh, um, also so speaking of too many dicks okay okay <laughs> dude <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to word this um how how did you in episode 10 fare 
Um, 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 it, um, in, in case you're trying to think of what I'm referring to, I'm talking. Uh, it's Jiro and Shiori in the kitchen at the beach house. Yeah. How, how'd you fare? <laughs> Were you okay? Uh, too many dicks. <laughs> too many dicks. Too much innuendo. Yeah. And about that, every single person that knows me personally, like my IRL friends, my Discord friends, every motherfucker that knows me and also knows the anime that I watch sent me that fucking dubbed clip. And we're like, hey, is this that anime that you're watching or have you seen this? What's your thoughts on this? And I'm like, fucking stop. There's too many dicks. <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm trying to figure out a way toward this. That's not going to just not sound. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, show. Why? Why did you have to have one of the most blatant innuendo labeled episodes with fucking whipped cream? Yeah. Why? Why did you have to have that? And why did you have to make it so clippable that every single fucking person that I know sent it to me and was like, hey, have you watched this? Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, isn't this that show that you're currently watching? Like, stop. stop. Please. <laughs> I have been tortured by this clip and my ability to recommend anime has been questioned yeah. and tarnished by this one clip. And it's it's hard to tell people, especially people that like trash rom-coms, hey, this is a good show. You should watch it whenever you've got fucking whipped cream being sprayed all all over the place. Yeah. Trying to make a fucking parfait. Yeah. Just uh, that's that's my brain melting rant uh -huh. for the episode because that was that was a thing, and that's <laughs> I was just curious how you would fare. I because I know I know how you are with rom coms and skipping things. Yeah, I kind of blacked out. Um. So did you actually sit through it? You just blacked out during it. I sat through it. I have like like screenshots of memory as opposed to like video of memory. Uh-huh. Um and I regret even those. I Don't worry, I'll, I'll send you the dubbed Instagram. I really don't need that. Thank you very much though. I uh, No, no, I, I have been tortured. It's your No, time. I understand that, but like we've had years of friendship now. I don't want to put that on the line for a clip of some whipped cream, you know? Like I feel like that's a little bit Oh. <laughs> uh, my, my sanity has been crushed by this anime even though it is very good but also it's been uh, it was a time but also let's talk about the character development that you had for actually sitting through it i figured the second the whipped cream got brought out you would just fucking nope straight out of the episode and start the next one i think i had a brand new latte at the time and so was holding a hot drink ah <laughs> um i think that's the sole reason if i can remember correctly 
And I am a clumsy person. So you can sail, you like. Hold your drink with one hand and just skip forward with the other. No. Drinks and laptops don't. They don't coexist. They don't. Yeah, you you just got a new phone. Yeah, I think you're good on new electronics for a while. <laughs> yeah, my my brand new phone. I had a heart attack today because I thought I'd chipped the screen already. I hadn't. It looked like I had. It wouldn't have surprised me if I did. <laughs> oh. Yes, it does have that, a screen that... protector. No, they are not me proof. Uh, no, no, I. As someone who is also very hard on phones, I I 100% understand. Yeah. Cases and screen protectors don't do shit if you drop them from 40 feet. Yeah. Or, you know, accidentally chuck them because you're trying to pull it out of your pocket and it snags. So you pull harder and then just yeet. Yeah. Or drop them face down on gravel. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, accidentally let it fall out of your pocket and then run over it. Or let it fall down on a train platform and then a train runs over it. Yeah. Or, you know, be an incredibly rough housing individual and then wrestle with your friends and forget it's in your pocket and then whenever you land on it it gets smooshed yeah or uh be at work and it falls out of your apron and goes under a fridge and then you don't see it for a month or be at work and then accidentally drop it in a gallon of paint be at work and accidentally drop it in a gallon of coffee that sounds like a delicious problem to have coffee fine I mean, I never would have wanted to answer my phone more for phone calls. No, wait, wait, what was that thing where it's like, bring, bring the banana phone? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Ring, ring, coffee phone. <laughs> I, actually, that that's completely inaccurate. It'd be more like, ring, ring, coffee phone. Yeah. No, but what if I accidentally dropped it into the blender and it's like, would you like a ice frappuccino? Sorry, it comes to the side of electronics. Mmm, <laughs> my frappuccino is crunchy. <laughs> Glass shards, yum. <laughs> oh, you know what I like to eat in the morning? Microchips. <laughs> SD cards, tasty snack. No, snack I mean, hey, on, on on the bright side, at least if you can't see your coffee, you can just turn the brightness up. <laughs> Ugh. Is that how you get a light roast? <laughs> oh, is is a shot of espresso just making sure the battery's charged? <laughs> you want a single or a double? <laughs> oh my god, what is that? <laughs> What is this podcast dissolved into? Uh, too many dicks. Too many dicks. Um, oh, I, I I was trying to find a way to insert that during the whole coffee and phone bit, but I was like, no, no, that's a bad place for those jokes. <laughs> There's one bad place for dicks. It's a coffee shop. Coffee ships, shops are a dick-free zone. We don't take them. <laughs> Leave your dicks at the door before you come in here, okay? <laughs> Unless oh. it's a service dick, but I need to see the paperwork. 
Oh, you hear that, Richard? Stay at the door. <laughs> Richard, get to the door. <laughs> get out. Uh, oh, so. I, th- I think we need to wrap up, even though we haven't gotten like through half of this show. I. You know what? Let, let's talk about the ending. Okay. No happy ending. No. Homie can't make up his fucking mind, which I feel like we've been alluding to that pretty much the whole time. Yeah, but by this point, Akari has fully made up her mind, had a conversation with Minabi about the fact <laughs> that she doesn't love him anymore. Um, Like, she's wrapped that up. She's now like, okay, I'm fully head over heels for Jiro. This is what I'm doing. Like, and he's still like, mm, but I want my cake and I want to eat it. I I honestly feel like if Akari came out and was like, hey, you dense piece of shit, I love you, he would be like, okay. But again, yeah. men are stupid. I think so, but I also don't think that he wants to hurt Shiori, and now he understands that Shiori likes him. And so I feel like it might not even be that simple because he's going to try not to upset her and so he's gonna have a level of guilt and i have a feeling that he still sees akari as like a stronger person than shiori so i am anxious about the fact that he might hurt akari to preserve shiori's feelings okay because he thinks that akari can take it so as resident rom-com expert if which, I mean, there's nine volumes of manga, so I I 100% think that there's going to be more anime mm-hmm. to this. Unfortunately, the manga isn't available to purchase that I am aware of. Like, it's not available in English to purchase physical volumes, or at least it's not on Amazon. Mm. If it follows typical, like, rom-com fashion, what's going to happen is season two, Jiro's going to pursue Chiori, and just completely disregard Akari. Mm. And then Akari's going to be pissed and everything's going to fall apart and it's all going to blah, blah, blah. And then, presuming how far that gets into the manga, how close they are to wrapping it up, either the end of season two, Jiro's going to realize he fucked up and Shiori is not who he actually wants and he tries to go back to Akari and then they get together, or that's going to be like a whole season three plot. Yeah. But welcome to rom-coms where things are typically incredibly predictable unless it's dress up darling and then that was just wholesome amazing fun. Yeah. I I just have a feeling that right now he's really going to hurt Akri and I don't know if she can handle it right now. I mean, I know she can handle it. She's going to be fine. But like she's been beaten down quite a bit and she's still dealing with the fact that she is being judged by her physical appearance like she has a reputation surrounding her of being easy and like being a slut (laughs) you know um and she's not like that at all not that there would be anything wrong if she was but it's not a true representation of her yeah and so she's walking around with a, a reputation that isn't a true representation of herself that has been thrust upon her by others observations of how she lives her life and then she really liked someone she 
then moved on from that person after realizing that she wasn't getting anything back and that wasn't going to happen. And then she's now realized that she likes somebody else. I don't think she's fully comfortable necessarily in being alone. I also think she maybe needs some individual development a little bit to just get a little bit more... I think, well, they're, they're all teenagers. They need a lot of development, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But now she's dealing with the fact that she is the polar opposite to the ideal that the person she likes wants, and that's a hard place to be. Yeah, when, agreed. But I I do want to find where I can read this manga, because your boy's curious. Mm. And also, again, I, I really enjoyed the story it was a very interesting take on the gyaru style situation with the overall premise like it was an incredibly unique premise mm. for setting up a rom-com a rom-com style situation so i am i'm very intrigued to see where it goes from here i think i know how i would how i would write it and this is on the continuation please bear in mind continuation of it being a shitty romance this is not for higher reading purposes this is for it to be a shitty romance uh-huh i would have akari begin to doubt herself because joro is still going after shiori she looks at shiori she's already done a lot of comparison with shiori so this wouldn't be far-fetched and she decides that she is going to become like a good girl, like Shiori. She's gonna she's gonna change her physicality to be like her. So she starts quieting down her louder personality. She um like starts wearing more co- um conservative clothing. She starts going to school and studying harder and like doing things and, and she's just draining herself. And you see her energy start to sap and her her um like spark kind of dim. And then Jioru's watching this and he's like, why are you doing this? Why are you, why are you doing this to yourself? And she's like, because this is the kind of girl that you like. And that's when it clicks to him. And he's like, well, why do you want to be the kind of girl that I like? She's like, because I like you, you idiot. That's what I would do. And then he's like, but I like you for the way you already were. And then right? he, and then it just clicks of, oh, I actually like this woman. Yeah. But I liked you before. Like, why are you different now? Yeah, like, why Why would you change yourself? Yeah. And she's like, well, if you liked me before, why didn't you say anything? You know? Because, That's how I'd have done it. Because dense box, box of rocks. Yeah. But also, being a dense box of rocks is no excuse. It's no, not most, most, most definitely not. Dude, don't, don't, be a bo- don't be a dense box of rocks. But also, again, as a man, we're stupid. If If you like us, say so blatantly don't but also men if you like a girl say something i mean true but just don't be like hey i like you you pretty little thing that's creepy don't be like that yeah don't 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 but just be like hey i think you're pretty cool you want to grab a coffee that's fine does the job yeah Uh, but also be like this is a date not just friends and you can say that it will be funny. I bet they'll probably laugh. Unless you've already creeped them out, then they probably won't laugh. But if you're like, "Hey, I think you're pretty cool. You want to grab a coffee?" And you're like, "Oh, uh, I do mean this is a date." I bet you're gonna laugh. 
or or don't say anything and then if they'd be like oh yeah sure cool it's a date snap finger gun walk away <laughs> if, yeah because if at that point you, you, you've got your coffee trip down so at that point it's a date it's a date <laughs> Finger guns. I, I, it, I mean, I would laugh. <laughs> if somebody legit did finger guns, I would laugh. Oh, and, and if anything, that would be a very unique encounter. It would and be. I'd be mean, like, you... some guy gave me finger guns today. All yeah. my girls would know. The group chat would know. Mm. I wonder what the guy equivalent of like how excited you would be if you got finger guns would be. Probably still finger guns. I could give I could give a guy finger guns. It's a date. I mean, it's like one of those things to where if a woman approached me, be like, "Hey, you want to get coffee sometime?" Sure, cool. It's a date, and like finger guns. But you have to walk away backwards. Yeah, like walk away like slowly with like that, like weird. And then like, I want you to awkwardly face. crash into the door before you like turn around and actually leave. <laughs> <laughs> like at that point, like yes, that shit would one hundred percent go in the group chat. <laughs> I'm like, that's something that's going in like a Love Actually film. Like, I want that. That's. I think that's in like every stupid rom-com ever. Anyway, it's been an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> Let's shut up. <laughs> look, look at us almost going back to our old ways of episode length. And then I have to edit this at some point between now and when say, I leave tomorrow. <laughs> I have to work at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, shit. We should have wrapped. Why didn't you tell me you had to open in the morning? We... Oh, I don't. I have to open. I'm opening, but it's Sunday, so it's 7.30. Just kidding. Yeah, but still, you should have told me you had to be at work at 6.30. We could have turned this into like a 30-minute episode. I know, but also I was having fun talking, so... <laughs> I know, and this is the most I think anything has gotten out of me since, like, the early episodes. Yeah, and there were too many dicks. <laughs> Still, tagline of the episode is too many dicks. <laughs> well, well custom got all, Custom's got all the dicks. You got, yeah. like, seven. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that many dicks. Custom's got them all. So Custom's took my dicks. I, I hope whoever got those is having as much fun with them as I did. Yeah. The the amount of people whose lives have been touched by the mass amalgamation <laughs> of dicks that I have bestowed upon them. It, it has oh, been glorious. Dude, that's a quote. <laughs> that is a quote. I I know what I said. Um, oh. So if you've been listening all the way up until this point, um, and you are you are still here, do you have too many dicks? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Let us know in the comments if you have too many dicks. Keep, just keep, say yes. Keep 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 that answer out of the DMs. We just, we don't yeah. want to hear about that in the DMs. No, no, just comment yes on in the comment section if you have too many dicks. <laughs> we'll know. We 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 will definitely know, and yeah. all of the other eagle-eyed viewers will also know. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you rate it? I, okay, if I subtract the fact that I am, think it's morally questionable that they're teenagers. Subtract so, that fact. Subtract it. Um, I'm giving like a, like a, like a, eight out of ten for shitty romance, seven and a half for anime. Okay, okay, then that's understandable. It was a good shitty romance, slightly less good of an anime. 
good, good, splendid. I have more shitty romance to bestow upon you. What are yours? Eight. Okay. It's been noted. In the book. In the book. On the it's spreadsheet. Not, it's not quite on the spreadsheet because my keyboard's too clacky. I'll It'll get there. It but yeah, the eight. I think it's one of those things to where it it was a good story. I enjoyed it. It <clears throat> helped shine. Well, it didn't shine light on current red flags that I was experiencing, but it helped kind of bring forth the like words words that i'm trying to say anime helped brad (laughs) (laughs) anime open eyes to behavior (laughs) anime is brad's therapist (laughs) okay so as someone who i can't say refuses to go see a therapist. It's just therapist isn't covered by my insurance, so therefore I'm no. <laughs> yeah. Therapy's expensive. So yeah, anime anime and video games have been like my go-to therapy for many, many years of my life. And will continue to do so. But yeah, if anime helps you see red flags, listen. <laughs> anime tells us more about ourselves than you'll ever think that it would. It also tells you about your intimate most partners. So if your intimate partner has too many dicks, anime will let you know. And this has been PSAs with Brad Blue. <laughs> and my clacky keyboard. I'm putting in drop rates in the background. I am still working, I promise. Um, keyboard coon? Sure. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't want to keep calling everything Chan. Um, sand, maybe we're not close enough yet. Mm, maybe for you. Maybe it's San for you, and then it's... You literally took my keyboard apart, so you've seen the insides of my keyboard. Uh, I really have. Yeah. But both of our keyboards, actually. Yeah. Did I not do a drop rate for Blue Lock? Mm, I thought you did for the... No, because it's still going on. That's why I It's going to be updated here in a few weeks whenever we do the second core. Bochy the Rock. Oh, I fucking love Bochy the Rock. Okay, so next week we will be covering a specific anime that we said we were going to cover months ago. However, there is a particular reason as to why we're covering it now. Instead of then, although we have no excuses why we covered it then and not now. So, next week, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yeah. Do do you know why it is now relevant? No. So, do you know what happened yesterday? Uh, no, but no. What? The Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Oh yes, I do. Yeah. Okay, with you. And I'm all cut up. Crunchyroll's Anime of the Year. Was Cyberpunk Edge Runners? Oh, although so fun fact. So in the categories for best original anime, because it was (coughs) 
it was an original. Like there is no manga for it, even though it is technically a prequel to Cyberpunk 2077, the video game. It is an anime original project. Mm-hmm. So it was in the running for anime of the year and best original anime. It took the anime of the year title, but did not take best original anime. Do you know what did? What? Licorice Recoil. So both anime were in the running for anime of the year and best original anime. And yet one won one and then the other won the other. other. Okay. So I am, I find this very interesting. Yeah. Like that is a very interesting fact. Mm -hmm. I meant to go over this earlier in the episode, but (laughs) I completely forgot. So speed running the rest of the winners really quick, just to get it out of the way before I forget to talk about it. Mm. Best film was JJK Zero, which I think that lined up with our Anime of the Year awards for 2022, I think. Mm-hmm. For, um, let's see here, for Best Romance, can you take a guess at what got it? <laughs> best Trash Romance, maybe. But no, Kaguya-sama. Oh, okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, and as what is typical for best continuing series, it was One Piece. Yeah. For best new series, Spy Family. Yeah. And they also got best ED for comedy with the scene of the three of them dancing because that was fucking adorable. Cute, yeah. And then two other anime just absolutely swept the fucking stage with every other category. Okay. So Demon Slayer took the categories for best action, Mm -hmm. best character design, Mm -hmm. best animation, Mm -hmm. best fantasy, Mm -hmm. best director, and best voice actor in Spanish. Okay. So as as someone who has not seen the Spanish dub, I kind of want to watch it in the Spanish dub now. Yeah. My my interest has been piqued. I only took one semester of high school Spanish, so. I took three, but that's because I failed one. I may remember my alphabet, uh, perhaps an an animal, uh, sometimes the days of the week. That's about it. Did, Did I ever tell you my Spanish story and like how badly I failed that class? No. So the the teacher that I had was was awful. Like was was not meant to teach Spanish. Mm. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. But anyway, was was god awful. Should should not have been teaching Spanish to the point to where our whole class pretty much revolted. Fair but enough. this is also the class where I got close to the homie tree. Ah, uh, okay. And so it was during this particular class that one of the most infamous memories that I have of Tree will forever be burned into my brain. So, again, we we were all a bunch of shitheads and made this woman's life an absolute hell. Fair enough. And I didn't make her life hell. I just never did my work. Barely wanted to come to class. This was also at the time whenever, like, I was hitting my, like, very severe depressed point. Mm. so yeah just just not a good student i wasn't a dick just just not a good student but anyway 
tree was he was up one day and we were we were so and whenever you took this did you watch senior woolly videos no so some of the dumbest (laughs) videos that i've ever seen they were like spanish educational music videos yeah and they're they were dumb and yet they still stick out to me because they were that level of dumb. Like I can still remember a lot of them verbatim. But anyway, so Tree was up pacing the back of the classroom. And the and since he was up pacing, the teacher just went, and Tree likes to play Where's Tree? And literally, as soon as those words left her mouth, tree fucking hit the deck oh like immediately flopped straight to the floor started army crawling around the entire classroom (laughs) and was just going where's tyree (laughs) it was it's one of the most ridiculous things and yet that that is why (laughs) That individual is still one of my best friends. Okay. But but also, so to put into perspective of how poorly I did in this class, all right. In high school, <laughs> our final exams were worth like 25% of our grade. Yeah. So if you scored high enough, like that could save you from a failing grade. Yeah. I was doing poorly to where I could have made 100 on that bitch and still would have failed. Mm-hmm. So... Nice. Tree and I had a race to see who could Christmas tree at the fastest. Nice. I lost by one question. I'm Aww. still a sad boy. But still, yeah. yeah so that's... But, it, I mean, tree is a tree, so you couldn't have won. True. True. Very, very true. Probably just, like, put finger on it and was like, all right, answer. And then, boom, answered. Yeah. It was Whereas just like, I was I'm sitting just going to sprout. Scribbling. He just sprout. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that's what I should call his kids instead of shrubs. <gasps> call them that's sprouts. Right. Little sprouts. They're, called, they're little seedlings. They're saplings. And then... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grow. Speaking of, Tree just had his second child. So oh. I am I am once again an uncle. Uncle times two. Yeah. I am now Uncle Tower the second, but also the first. Nice. So now you have a shrub and a sapling. Or yeah. a sprout. A shrub and a sprout. Yeah, two tiny beans. I need to yeah. go visit the newest bean. And also, oldest bean hasn't seen Uncle Tower in a while. Yeah. My brother Child- was a niblet when he was a baby, and then he became spud as he got older. Oh? Yeah. Now I guess he's just a full-on potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I also identify as a potato, so I understand. Yeah. Also, one random fun fact before we go. I shaved. <gasps> Naked? No, 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 no. No, I just like drastically trimmed my beard. I was going to say, what? <laughs> so I I have eczema. Mm. And it's getting, it got to the point to where like my beard was covering my neck. Like it was down to where you couldn't really see my neck anymore. Yeah. But also, while I was in Georgia these past couple of weeks, like, it started to get unbearably itchy. Mm. So I was like, hmm, 
all right, I have two options. Like I was seriously considering going and booking a trip to the barbers mm. while I was down there. But then I was like, hmm, you know, that's not being reimbursed by the company. All of your food and mileage and stuff is being reimbursed by the company. But the barbershop isn't. So I was like, just suffer a few more days, get home and shave it. So I did. And now it's all cleaned up and isn't like bushy and look weird. Nice. Because I was very woolly <laughs> there for a while. Like my sideburns, whenever I would wake up, would like stick out probably a good four or five inches. <laughs> nice. So, so yeah, it has been it has been trimmed down. So I am no longer super bearded. I just have a, I just have a beard. Yeah, now. I have I have yet to shave my beard, so it's hardly down to my knees. <laughs> Man, that uh, that filter you you really worked towards that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, I uh, uh, whenever you see any pictures of me or whatever, it's photoshopped. Um, I actually do have a, a like a three and a half foot beard. But did. Do the people know that they can actually see that bearded photo on Instagram at Blue Lavender STM? Yeah, just back when it was a little bit of stubble is uh, it was back on my Instagram. Yeah, but it's still there. But they can yeah. also find you on Twitter at Blue Lavender STM and your Etsy shop at Blue Lavender Crafts. And and funnily enough, if they want to see your new non um, beard, but also kind of still a little bit beard, um, they can find you on on Twitch. Did they know that at uh, at Bradcarty Gaming? Yeah, and then my Instagram handle is updated to Brad Garen VO, so you can find me wow. there instead of Brad Carter Gaming. I'm still wow. Brad Carter Gaming on a couple of places, but I'm but, I'm trying to like bring all of my brands together eventually, maybe. Yeah, and but if they want to see both of our bids, uh, especially in drawn form, usually you can find those on at BNB Anime on pretty much like anything. Yeah, and then we have a YouTube channel. At yeah. youtube.com forward slash BNB anime. We also have a website, bnbanime.com, where you can find literally backlogs of our entire fucking catalog of three years because we have been at this for three years. So, yeah. to those of us that had stuck with us from the beginning, thank you for sticking with us for this long. And to you, Blue, thank you for putting up with me for <laughs> over three years. Like, I think at this point, we've been friends for well over four. Yeah. But we've been we've been it's doing like we're besties thing. or something. It's like I you know, sent right? me hoodies and dicks. <laughs> yeah, and you send me tea and awful ketchup chips. I did. I uh I seriously debated sending you a Tesla coil, except for the fact that they are a little bit expensive, but also incredibly loud. That was the one thing that like was like they're real loud. But I was like, you'd get a kick out of putting a Zenitsu statue on this. And then I was like, yeah, but you'd also blow your eardrums out. I mean, I I am an individual of Murphy's Law, so you could send me a Tesla coil, and even though it looks safe, I would probably burn the fucking house down or shock myself. True. I mean, shocking yourself is kind of half of the fun, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, secret that is uh, that we're revealing here now on the the three year almost anniversary of B&B anime is that the B and the B does not stand for blue and Brad. It actually stands for beard and beard um, because that's what we are. We're two just beards. We're not humans anymore. We're entirely beard, 100% beard. With that being said, we'll catch you next week. Yeah. So tune in for cyberpunk and until then we'll catch y'all next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>